Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's The Uggs. Jamie? Please, sir, don't arrest us. We're getting milk for our mother. Paula? I'd rummage through someone's house remains just to find a lipstick. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. It is the ugly truth. We are at episode 182. I am just now getting my voice back. By the way, this is Jamie with my sister Paula, two sisters discussing our lives. Thank you for the downloads and all of the attention that you give us on social media, Snapchat, Twitter, all of it. We really appreciate all the interaction. It's super flattering. And please continue to download. And please, if you like us, share it. Let everyone know you like it. It would be totally cool to get some new listeners. I would love that. So anyway, I sound weird because Daryl and I, Daryl's a huge Giants fan, San Francisco Giants fan. I'm a big fan too, but he's way bigger because he's been a fan since like birth. And um, most of our family comes from fans of Oakland stuff. So dad Mm -hmm. was... Our dad was an Oakland A's fan. Our mom is an Oakland Raiders fan. So we're more on the Oakland side. But, you know, I'm all about the Giants. I, I think they're great. You, Paula, you're, you like baseball, but I don't know how much you follow baseball. Um, you know, it just it, it kind of ebbs and flows depending on yeah. how my son feels. So right. he's not right. really into baseball right now. He's going through a thing, is he? He's just he's really into YouTube videos right now. So. Oh, hey, you know, we all have our things. So anyway, the Giants made it to the postseason, which was a very pleasant surprise because they've been struggling this year, the second half of the season. And so I thought they had a rocky start, too. No, they had a great start. They, they went through this little bit of a lull where there were some injuries, but they really started struggling at the end of the season with their closers. Their pitching staff has been very challenging to watch. It's been very frustrating. We have great pitchers, but to close out the game, the closers come in and they've just been really sucking ass. And so it. And that's how they finished too, as well, right? Yes. And so <laughs> they made it to the postseason. They beat the Mets, which was huge. And then they had to play the Cubs to get to the next level. And we knew, I knew, it was going to be challenging. Now, as you and I know, our mom. Is from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Our grandfather, who has been gone for of quite a few years now, not I don't know what has it been like seven, six, seven years. Uh, Two thousand seven. Yes. So he's been he has passed. He was a big baseball fan and he loved the Cubs. Never liked the White Sox. Always a Cubby fan. Mm-hmm. So he's one of those long enduring fans who never saw the Cubs win anything. They have not won a World Series title in one hundred and three years. So. This is a huge deal. So the Giants and the Cubs are playing. The first two games are in Chicago. The Cubs beat them. Game three happens in San Francisco. The the Giants have to win this game or it's over and the Cubs move on. Daryl got tickets to this game. Whoa. Game three. And this was on Monday this week. So he said, I got the tickets. We have to host a client and that's no big deal because that means beers are on on the on the company because <laughs> we're hosting. 
and uh, we get to see the game and Madison Bumgarner is p- pitching and I don't know what's going on but for like the last couple of months Madison Bumgarner has been in my dreams he is such he's a big old corn-fed farm boy he has a nice truck too he has a nice everything <laughs> I love the way he walks around he walks around with a swagger that is unlike anything I've ever seen. He is a child, but I don't care. He's so cute. How me. old is he? I think he's like 26. Eee, Jamie. I know. That's he doesn't sad. look like that, though, but he doesn't look like that. He looks like a man, you know? Well, he's so anyway. a man, but I mean, for us, that's young. That's young for me. I'm not into the youngins at all, but for I think what it is, he has really nice tan forearms. And they're very strong looking. I think that's what it is. Tan, strong forearms. That's what yeah. does it for you, huh? Okay. I told Daryl this. You know, you know, this is why I love producer Dub because he doesn't even flinch when I say <laughs> things like this. When options comes out. When my options Muppet comes out and we're watching the game, I go, I just have to tell you something. He goes, what? I go, there's something about Madison Bumgarner lately. Like he's really coming to his own as a man right now. And he's like, what? I go, he looks like, he's just so like, he looks like a guy who can rip up a tree and build a house and then fuck you in it oh my he's god like, did you really just say that to him i did and i didn't say me i just said a person <laughs> he looks at me he goes really and i said yeah like he'd bend you over a chair and just do you and he's like all right nice to know he's probably said, trying to picture himself being done by madison bumgardner in a log cabin <laughs> that he built with his two hands right. but then reality sets in i go first of all he's a child i mean not really he's a man but he's a very young man i go number one number two he's married happily to this cute little cowgirl he buys her cows and horses for their anniversary i mean oh. it's just like oh. they have matching trucks just what every girl wants i bought you a cow for your birthday or anniversary well, Thanks. apparently it was a very, it's a rare, a rare breed and she's a farm girl and she was beyond, oh, she was just over the moon with it. So, Yay. I mean, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't, I'd be like, what is this supposed to mean? Why did you buy me a cow? What are you do, saying? Do we slaughter it or what do we do with it? <laughs> what is this? So anyway, um, so we went to the Giants game. Mad Bum is pitching right out the gate. He's having a r- very rough game and they're winning three to zero. And I'm looking at the, the Cubs dugout and they're just they're already celebrating and it's like the third inning and of course they're probably just happy to be there for crying out loud they are determined to win the series this year and i'm really hoping they do it now of course now that the giants are out of it but so the game is going on and going on and going on and the giants tie it up and now it's almost 11 o'clock in the evening oh my and we're God. sitting in the city we're in the 12th inning Oh, my God. Twelfth inning. Yes. And I turned to Daryl and I said, I know that he's one of those people who will stay till the bitter end. Like he's so diehard. And I said, but honey, if we leave now, we'll get home at 1 a.m. And you have to be back at work at eight. So what are we doing? Like, are we going to stay the night? I mean, our children are home. You know, what do we this was not this thing was supposed to end at nine. You know, this is like ridiculous. 13th inning and they finally win the Giants win and I'm like see they win it was awesome so the next night on Tuesday they had to play again and they looked like they were going to win everybody they had a lead everything was great the pitcher comes in to close out the game and they gave it up and the Cubs won and so the Cubs are now moving on to fight another day i think they're playing i don't know who they're playing actually i, I kind of lost track but they're so playing is again. it the playoffs now or this is all playoffs 
Oh, so okay. if the Cubs if the Cubs win this next set of games, I think they have to win. I think they have to win one more. I don't remember what series they're playing. I don't know who they're playing. I'm sure people are yelling at me, going, "It's the da da da." They'll go to the series. Oh, so it's the pennant. Well, they already won that. They're now they're put, they're playing for the championship for their for the American League, I believe, or no, the National League to go and to so, the World Series. Yes, I'm pretty exactly. sure that's called the pennant. I don't know, Paula. I maybe you're right. Anyway, so uh, forty three thousand people at our game, and um, it was an, a very uniquely charged crowd. It was a magical evening, and I lost my voice because <laughs> you don't realize how much you're screaming <laughs> until it's over. Yeah, I literally had no voice the next day. I just am now getting it back. I have that really sexy rock star sound, which I absolutely love. Well, that's cool. I'll sing songs. I'm like, God, I wish I sounded like this all the time. I'd be famous. <laughs> Everyone thinks that, don't you? Uh, you know, I don't really sound that good when I have like a scratchy <laughs> voice. It's just That's funny. Not, I don't know. I'm not a big voice person. You're not? Well, I always sound like I have that deep, scratchy, you know, rock star voice when I'm singing. I'm like, God damn it. I could be famous if I could just sound like this all the time. So it's going away. So I'll sound like my normal hysterical self back probably by Sunday, but it was fun at the time. Well, that's good. Well, yes. too bad for the Giants, but I'm still rooting yeah. for the Cubs. I am now rooting for the Cubs. I will I will be so pleased if they finally break the curse. If they do, I feel like I, I need to take something to Grandpa, like a newspaper or something. I know. And I was funny because... We don't have really time to discuss it, but there's the the curse of the goat is what this is. And if they can kill the goat, finally, after 103 years, it will be a beautiful day in Chicago. So I'm really hoping that it happens for them. I mean, the way the way I said it is, if they can get through the Giants, they can get through anybody. Because yeah. the Giants are probably the best in the business. Even though they lost and struggled through the postseason, they're still the best in the business when it comes to postseason play. And if the Cubs can get through them, they can get through anybody. Anybody. So why so. do they call it a GOAT? Is that like an acronym for something? No. Well, it is, but no. Not, not in this case. The GOAT is the curse. And I'll, and it was funny because there, the people sitting around us were like, what's with the GOAT? There's GOATs everywhere. And like, what does that mean? And I'm like, I, I can tell you what it is. Back in the in the mid 40s in 1945, there was a man who was selling barbecued goat meat at the games. He was one of the vendors and the smell was bad. And the, the people who would go to Wrigley Field were like, we can't stand the smell of this cooked goat, this barbecued goat. It's gross. So the Cubs front office or whoever said, I'm sorry, you can't sell your goat here anymore. You're going to have to leave. And they literally escorted him off of the premises. And he turned around. He said, the Cubs ain't never going to win again. And that was in 1945. And they never won again. It's the curse of the goat. So did they start selling goat meat again? No, no, they didn't. And so the reality is, is that that is their curse. The, the goat man cursed them. And so now they've got to kill the goat. They've got to end this curse. And it's been way too long. Now, they've been to playoffs. They've they've actually been to the series. They've just never won. But they need to win the series to, to eliminate the curse. I think they should start so. selling barbecued goat meat again. Well, you know what, Paula? I thought that, too. And I'm like, how come they're not selling goat? Is that allowed? Like, 
I don't know. It probably smells awful. I can't even imagine what goat. Well, I mean, smell how like. much meat is on a goat anyway? I mean, that would take all a, I, that would take a lot of goats. That makes me sad. Never mind. Yeah, not only that, Paula, but I mean, I hate goat cheese. I can't even fathom what goat meat must taste like. I, I like goat cheese. <laughs> oh my god, you do? Yeah. Oh my god, I hate it. I feel like I'm looking at goat's neck. Ugh, it's the worst. Oh, I, I like hate it so thing. bad. Well, you have I'm, to get it really fresh. I mean, you can't get it like aged or anything. No, I. It's so funny because you know our friend Nick Nappy, our chef mm-hmm, mm-hmm. friend. Uh, we went out to dinner with them once uh, when we went down to San Diego to congratulate him on his achievement of fourth place of Master Chef. And so we went down there and had some had dinner at a really wonderful restaurant in San Diego. And he ordered something with goat cheese. And I said, yeah, I don't do goat cheese. He goes, no, you need to try this. And I said, you know, everybody I know, everyone, <laughs> they always say no matter <laughs> no matter how accomplished their taste buds are they always say no you just haven't had it right you haven't had it the way you need to have it and so and he was no exception and he's like I promise you you will like this goat cheese and I said I will always try I've never not tried the goat cheese but I'm telling you I will I will keep an open mind I always do I said but I'm telling you traditionally don't like goat cheese so of course I ate I took a little bite of it and I said hate it feel like I'm French kissing a goat don't want to eat it again he goes really and I said I really hate it and I can't be alone on that <laughs> there's no way I'm the only one no that's like every guy and their spunk they're like well mine tastes better and like yeah it's <laughs> like every other watery loogie I've ever swallowed in my life <laughs> yes it's all the they same they all taste the same it's all the same I don't care how much pineapple you've eaten it's still all disgusting it's true. So we'll see. Good luck, Cubbies. I'm rooting for you. I really am. I really want you to go all the way and get that get that uh, series World win. I would love to see that. Cup. Yeah. I would love it. Okay. So we got, you know, and we do get messages and people reply to us all the time on different mediums. But this one actually got my attention because Facebook is actually not as interactive as the other ones are as far as listenership and stuff. But this one was funny. We, we got someone who said, a newer listener what is lip and clip? You guys talk about it and you, I have no idea what it is. And I'm like, you know what? That is our bad because we haven't discussed what a lip and clip is in a really long time. And that is super unfair. Probably since like single episodes. Yeah. It's been quite a while. Maybe in like the first 10 or 20 episodes. I, yeah, it was definitely early, early episodes where we were horrible. And so we need, you know, (laughs) we've gotten, we've gotten better since then. Don't, don't listen to those. (laughs) I don't even know if you can find those anymore. I don't know. I I know we had to switch servers early on. I think we lost the first 20, but there's somewhere. I'm sure you could find them, but don't, don't, don't do it. It's not good. We didn't have windscreens and um, we didn't know what we were doing. It's like amateur porn. It was. It really was. It was grainy. We keep looking at the camera. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) With with scared eyes. It's just bad. Bad lighting. Yeah, it was not. It was not a good time. Anyway, so the lip and clip is something that our mother actually taught us. The, The premise is this. Never go outside of the house not put together. It doesn't mean you have to look like you're going to a club or anything. It's just never go out in like pajama bottoms and no makeup and you haven't brushed your hair or something. Everybody's lip and clip is different. When we were growing up, the lip and clip was because we were girls of the late 80s. (laughs) And so it was the banana clip. 
Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about. Or the little claw clips or something. Or like on Star Trek, Lamar Burton's character where he's got like the little (laughs) gold thing on his eyes. That's a gold banana clip. Those used to go in your hair. Yes. And they would create like this mohawk (laughs) on the back of your head. (laughs) Why did we any why did we think that was a good look? Well, whoever invented it became like the richest man ever. You know what the thing, the the thing with the banana clips, I remember that pissed me off the most was when you would buy the cheap ones thinking, you know, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, and the bottom would snap. You wouldn't buy the Goody brand or the uh, whatever the other, like the Sassoon brand. And so you'd buy the cheapy no name brand clips and the bottom would pop off after you've sprayed like copious amounts of Aquanet in your hair. And you're like, what do I, what do you do with it now? You know? So yeah, always invest in the in the heavy-duty real banana clip. I think they still sell those, actually. Wouldn't it be funny to have, like, like a party, like a Oktoberfest or, like, a New Year's Eve party and just throw out, like, a bunch of, like, banana clips or something like that? <laughs> you know what? Guys like those, too. Just to see what people would do with them. <laughs> Guys like them because they can make little mohawks, you know? Be like, look, I have a mohawk. Yeah. No kidding. God, those would the... be those would be the life of the party. They'd be like, what are these contraptions? I'm like, well, they used to make you pretty. <laughs> that would be so funny. But the lipid clip was you clipped your hair up and out, you know, and made it neat. And then we would put on lipstick or lip gloss of some kind. And at least you were somewhat put together, you know, and then we, you always had to. Wear, I mean, even if you were not feeling well, you didn't wear pajamas. We, you would you could mm-hmm. wear like your cleanest sweats or whatever. I mean, you were just kind of remotely put together because if you didn't and you ran to the grocery store sure as shit you're going to run into your hot Mm ex-boyfriend with his new girlfriend or your enemy Mm -hmm. of all enemies whereas at least if you're put together and you run into them they'll go oh wow she looks she still looks so great and i've had it both ways i have foregone the lip and clip and run to the store looking like total hell and sure enough ran into someone and (laughs) i i had to act like i didn't remember who they were because I just was like I just can't do I can't believe it now of course there's you know and I'm not talking about like the dire needs where it's like you have a friend in the hospital and you haven't slept in three days that kind of thing I'm talking just in general going you know what I could really use some you know milk right now or whatever and you run to the store and you just don't you throw caution to the wind and just run out there with you know looking like crap but the lip and clip is different for everyone right Paula I mean yeah I mean everybody has what's yours So, like, take, for example, last night, I realized we were out of coffee. And so it was 11 o'clock at night. I had to go to Bel Air. And so I put on my jeans, a big hoodie. Yeah, I brushed my hair, put on some powder and I went to Bel Air. Yeah, because God forbid you run into someone that you had a date with five years ago. They were literally close. Actually, it was like quarter to 11. They were literally closing the store in like 10 (laughs) minutes when I got there. Please, sir. And and this the lip and clip originated with our mother because she basically was the one that forbade us from going out in public and not Mm -hmm. looking decent because she just said, you never know what's going to happen. You never know if your car's going to break down or if you're going to get pulled over by a cop or if you're going to, you know, run into somebody at the store or whatever. You just don't want to ever not be decent looking. (laughs) It's true. You never know. And you know what? I remember one time we were we were quite wild when we all lived together and mom needed milk and we waited until it was like midnight 
and it was a Friday night and the four of us got in mom's car, her Honda, and we all lip and clipped. And I thought it would be funny to run the turn signal going into the parking lot of the grocery store because there was literally nobody anywhere, anywhere. There was not a car to be found. I ran the red light and sure as shit, there was a cop watching me the whole time. Oh God. Do you not remember this? I probably was like six years old. Of course, I don't remember. Oh, no. You were a little bit older. You were probably 10 because I was like 19, 18 or 19 pulled in and he pulled up right behind us it was a sheriff and i was like oh shit because we were running into the store already we had already parked and we're running in and (laughs) you were like please sir don't arrest us we're getting milk for our mother (laughs) really loud and he looked at you like what is going on we're like i'm like hello sir he's like you ran that red light and i'm like i did I'm like, I didn't, I, did. I didn't know what else to say because I did. And it was obvious. And there, that was before cameras. And so I was like, I did. He said, yeah, I saw you do it. You didn't see me. I'm like, I saw nothing. I literally saw no one anywhere. He's like, I'm going to wait here and I'm going to follow you home to make sure that you do not run any more red lights. And I'm like, oh. yes, sir. So we ran in. We got our milk. We got our milk and some candy bars or something. <laughs> Got in the car and he followed us. Now, looking back, it is quite possible he followed us just to make sure that we safely arrived because he only followed us until almost where we turned onto our street. Yeah. He didn't follow us all the way home, but I have a feeling that maybe he was kind of just escorting in a way because maybe he wanted to to make sure you weren't drunk no he knew i wasn't drunk we it wasn't like i was you know i mean it was clear that we were were four young ladies out at midnight and probably exactly wanted to make sure we didn't get into any trouble yeah back then it wasn't you know i mean it was still a pretty small town back then and so i'm sure that it might have had to do with our safety although back then it felt like he was going to harass us but he wasn't he who knows he didn't care he probably he's probably like i have daughters of my own and i would be very upset with you if you if you guys did this in your mother's car we were always getting into shenanigans i know we really were anyway so yes that's the lip and clip my lip and clip now in all honesty it has changed quite a bit but you know the messy bun is in right now Mm -hmm. so i do the messy bun and i have to have concealer because i've noticed that i'm getting like little dark 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 circles under my eyes which i never had before Mm -hmm. so if i do under eye concealer and i usually have to have foundation on too because i just feel better about it under eye concealer and some foundation and a messy bun but i have done i forego foundation all the time because i don't have bad skin but i really have to do the under eye concealer and the messy bun and then i'm good to go so everybody's lip and clip is different. Everybody has their thing, but their go-to. Everybody's got their go-to. Like, okay, I've got to run to the store, but I can't go looking like this. What am I gonna do? And it's usually like a lip gloss, colored lip gloss, and you do something with your hair, baseball cap or whatever. Sure, but yeah. Mom's mom's lip and clip, although she did do the banana clip, it changed to baseball cap and lipstick. That's her new oh. lip and clip, I've noticed. If my hair's really dirty, I'll do a baseball cap. Yeah, me too. I, you know what? God, I just don't wear hats that often. I should I should wear them more because I, I do I, get greasy. I can't see, though, if I have a baseball hat on. <laughs> so I just usually follow Victor around because I don't know what I'm doing. Because you're looking so. down, trying to f- make sure Well, you I'm fall. just trying to, like, you know, see out of from under the brim. So right. I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm just like the weird lady that just walks around, follows people. 
<laughs> That's funny. And then I realized I'm like, well, I'm all those aren't Victor's shoes. Who am I following? Well, yeah, no, I'm the I'm Victor? the one where pe- people approach me and go, excuse me, do you know where the Nyquil is? Always asking me where things are. I'm like, I don't I hit care. No, I always I'm look sorry. lost. Nobody asked me anything. <laughs> I remember where was it? Oh, it was yesterday at the grocery store. I was blowing through the grocery store as quickly as possible, and this lady was walking kind of slow. And she's like, I'm sorry, I got the bad cart. <laughs> I'm like, it's oh, all man. good. I go, I man, I've been that. there. I'm like, it's all good. I've been there. She goes, let me just <laughs> push it over so I can get past her. <laughs> and then she did, she did, she did the thing that we all do where she's suddenly really interested in these weird Cheez-Its that no one ever wants. And she's like, oh, these look interesting. And she just starts looking at them like the white ones with like a yeah. Sasiago cheese. Yes, Sasiago cheese, cheese nips. Whatever. And she's like, well, what are these? These are, what are these called? Cheez-Its? And she's just like acting like they're the most interesting mm. thing she's ever seen. Because she's just trying to get yeah. out of everyone's way. First day out of the mental ward, huh? Uh, well, she was walking with a hobble, so it's possible. Strange. But anyway, yes. So that's the lip and clip. The Uggs know if you're going to go out in public, it's best that you at least do a lip and a clip. To help out, Paula has your lip and clip tip of the week brought to you by the Ugly Truth Avon store. Here's Paula. There's not much I'm embarrassed to talk about, obviously, but I am a little embarrassed to admit that I struggle with my skin and trying to keep it clear. Fortunately, I found Avon's professional strength clear skin products. Clear Skin has made a huge difference in the way my skin feels. Check out all the Clear Skin products at our Avon site or via our Ugly Mall. Stay pretty, my friends. Get this and tons of other lip and clip favorites from our Avon store at UglyTruth.com shop. And now, once again, here are the Uggs. I was thinking about it and I'm like, you know, this whole Alicia Keys thing with no makeup stuff... Oh, God. I don't know why that makes me angry. Only this is why. I've def- I figured it out. She may not be wearing eye makeup or blush anymore or lip gloss or lipstick or whatever. She's not she wearing... doesn't even wear foundation, Jamie. Okay, but hold on. That's true. But she has not a zit or an acne patch on her face and her eyebrows are perfect. Don't tell me that that girl is not working on her face to look that flawless every day of the voice. There is no way that she's like, oh, I just woke up like this. My eyebrows are just naturally waxed and perfect every day of my life. Where's the errant hairs? Where's the middle little curly cues in the middle like we all get in the middle of our brow? Where's the zit from when you're, you, what, you've never had zits, Miss Proactive, that you used to push when you were 22 years old and famous for that? No. There is no way that girl is not getting facials every day and having her zits removed every freaking week. No way. Right? I, well, I mean, she, she might just have good skin and, and it's probably particularly good because she's not wearing a lot of makeup or any makeup. She used to be the face for proactive. Was she? Yes. It was one of her first endorsements when she became famous with her first album. So, yes, she absolutely, I mean, unless she was lying about the zits, but I highly doubt it. Did she say why she's not doing makeup? She wants to feel free. And shockingly, she's got a new album coming out soon. But I think it's a little bit of marketing, but I all, because if it really wasn't, I mean, Paula, seriously, if I went on national television with not a stitch of makeup, you would, I, I would have zero eyebrows 
and I would have I would have acne scars and I'd have no lips. I would have bags under my eyes. <laughs> I would look like an alien. Jamie, the only way that I would ever be on national television <laughs> with no makeup on is if I was like a quadriplegic <laughs> and someone wheeled me out there against my will. To raise money for a cause. Uh, yeah, because I was like, t- like promoting muscular dystrophy like, or something like that. Meet Paula. <laughs> And I would be like, 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 screaming through my pain, like, like, get me off the stage, like through my screams. I'd be like, meet Paula, who's benefiting from your funds. And you'd be like, I hate you. Kill me. I'd be blinking like a thousand times. Like, she's so happy. Look at how much she's blinking. It's like, and she's lifting her hand to try to And wave you to guys you. would be in the front row giving me the thumbs up, like, yeah, oh, bitch. God. <laughs> you and I both know that we would never allow that. I'd be like, I hate you guys. I hate you. I would never allow it. <laughs> I would never allow it. It would not be me that that would wheel you out on stage in front of others. On purpose, never. I thought you were going to say the only way you'd be seen without any, without a stitch of makeup on on national television, if there was some kind of, you know, uh, weather emergency and you ended up on TV from CNN no, or something. I would, ne- I would refuse. I'd still do a lip and clip before I got That's out there. True. I'd be like, wait, I'd rummage, I'd go through someone's house remains just to find a lipstick. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, my God. I'm like, this is a so-and-so's house. I think they were kind of my shade. Maybe I can find some lipstick here. Oh, my God. I'd be like, wait, wait, let me rub some dirt on my cheeks so at least I have some color. Let me pinch everything. Yeah, it's true. It is so true. We're we're particularly vain, but, I mean, in general, I don't think there's anything wrong with pulling your shit together. But, yes, the Alicia Keys thing bothers me just a smidge because I don't think she's as natural as you think. I think there's a little of effort being put into making her look flawless, I just don't think that there's enough filters in the world to cover up mm-hmm. real, real makeup-free skin without some assistance in the esthetician's office on a regular basis. I'm just incredibly superficial. Yeah. I just find her unattractive to look at. I don't find her unattractive. I think she's a beautiful woman, but I also don't think it's... I think it's she's technically not wearing makeup, but I, I have yet to see her eyebrows look out, out of place. Or to see even a tiny bit of a flaw on her skin. Definitely has beautiful skin. No doubt. The only thing that I don't appreciate is the fact that I don't wear blush. I don't wear eye makeup. But I'm flawless. I don't believe you. I think there's a little going on. I think there's a little something something going on. Well, maybe she... No one's face is that perfectly toned. No one. Well, I mean... She she's she's the one that's drawing the lines. So I mean, or, you know, mm-hmm. setting the boundaries so she can decide, you know, what's what no makeup trees are. This is my so. lip and clip. <laughs> Most definitely. OK, speaking of we I cannot believe that we forgot to talk about this last week, that Tori Spelling is pregnant with number five. That is so gross. And, and the thing is, is that I don't know. I mean, she's in her 40s. And I realize, you know, I always have to preface this because I realize that in this day and age, women are having babies in their 40s and everything seems to be turning out fine. But I was thinking about it and I'm like, okay, let's just say Tori Spelling's like 44, I think. I think she's in her mid 40s. Yeah, okay. She's going to have people living in her home that she's caring for until she's like 65. Yeah. That's crazy. 
That is insane. Yeah, I I didn't read the article. You know, I didn't I don't know all the information. Like it wasn't I read it. Was it, it a was surprise? Totally, no, it was totally planned <gasps> and what? They, you know, she says her family's never been happier. She's never been more in love and blah 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 and it's just you know, I mean, they said they always wanted a big family. And mm. I mean, I don't fault people for wanting to have, you know, a big family or kids or things like sure, that. Sure. It's just, you know, it's just kind of strange considering what was it just like two years ago yep. that they were literally on the verge of divorce. And two years ago, you know, Tori Spelling was having a, a nervous breakdown in her bedroom. And and he was, you know, in rehab for sex addiction and, <laughs> you know, all yeah. this Right. stuff and you know I'm not saying people can't recover from those sure. things and change their life and all that stuff but it's just and and then you know she's also had these horrible pregnancies I where know. they put her in the hospital and she's had to have all these cesareans and it's, she's um, she's not she's not a woman who where pregnancy works well for her it, it's it's very hard on her body yes. and so yes. um it's shocking you, know, you would just think that and she said that they literally just got one of them out of diapers which the baby is like four or something which is kind of strange so she's but. got baby fever like we all get baby fever you know but then you but you move past it because you know well you just get excited to be in the next phase of your life where your kids are growing up you know right right i know daryl and i daryl has had to contend with my baby fever periodically for many many years because you know like i posted that cute little baby video yesterday i saw that one and i sat there it was very cute and i was looking at it going i remember those days i remember having them sit in their little bop chair while you feed them baby food and they're so happy to be alive and they love you so much and (laughs) they're smiling at you (laughs) and you're like i just love this and then you know i'll tell daryl oh god wouldn't it be great and then he's like no no it wouldn't be great I'd like to go to Napa this weekend. I don't want to have to worry about a a three-year-old who has to be supervised by someone or take him with us, you know, because we're not going to be those people that are going to let a baby ruin our lives. We're just going to inconvenience the entire world so that we can do whatever the hell we want. I don't want to be those people either. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Honestly, you know, it, it passes. I don't really get baby fever yet or right now Mm -hmm. because I'm still I'm too much of a realist where I'm just like, I don't know where we would put it. Well, I don't know where we would get the the money for it. Right. I don't I don't even want that to happen to my body at this point. Oh, God, I can't. I couldn't just, you know, I just I think about all of these things and I'm just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And And, you know, I'm very I'm very grateful that Olivia is seven and we're moving (laughs) forward and all of that is behind us now. And it will come and go. I will say this, however, Mackenzie, my 20 year old, went through uh, her first adult breakup, as we've discussed few months past and those are very I remember my adult my first adult breakup they're tough so she got a kitten yes Baxter is a part of our lives now he is a little black kitten and he is really really smart and he's really wild he's also he's got so much personality it's so funny but he likes to be picked up and held one time (laughs) this happened about a week ago where he I was doing the dishes and I looked down and he had both of his paws on my leg and he was looking up at me And so I picked him up and he kept his paws up and I held him like a baby. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I started carrying him around like he was my child 
because it felt so natural. Like it felt so natural. And I said, oh my God, it's like no time has passed. I'm walking around with this cat like he's a baby. And I said, okay, Jamie, get it together. This is not a child. He's, this is a cat. He's a cat. So I he's put him down, but he's affectionate is my point. And so I said, get a kitten, Tori. It's so cool to have have youth or like baby in the house. A puppy or a kitten really resolves that feeling. It really, really does. So it's like, you don't, you know, a human being is different, you know. Well, it's such a huge responsibility. And the thing is, is. Well, you're adding to the earth. You know, you're adding to the earth. And the thing about her and uh, Dean is, is that they are literally at any moment's notice, like, in financial ruin right like perpetually yes and so i don't know why they would do something like this well you know it's all tory dean's probably been begging for a vasectomy for years i mean come on why and why isn't he taking charge that's ridiculous jamie i mean (laughs) tory and her son they get their nails painted like once a week what they go to a salon so i mean obviously dean has no say oh yeah about what what goes on in life Yeah. well you know as far as tory's concerned he gave up all rights to any any say in the marriage when he decided to cheat yeah even though she forgave him i still i guess that means that you never get your balls back ever yeah balls are on the balls are in our giant house with all of our stuff on credit in this vintage jar that i purchased can you you. imagine living in such a dysfunctional life (laughs) no no, I, I can't. Just, I can't even imagine. Why would I, you even want to? I, you know just... what? People, they find a way to reason their way through the choices they make every day. And you can slap them in the face with how crazy it is. And they'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. My life is fine. I'm happy. And they just move on like a lobotomized human. I don't know. They move on carrying their fifth child. Yes. It's crazy. <laughs> it is. It is. There's like, and I'm with you. There's nothing wrong with having a lot of children if you can financially care for them. I mean, I'm, you know, go do you. But, you know, come on. <laughs> this is Tori Spelling we're talking about. So, you know, um, have fun with that. You know, that. Yeah, really carnival. have fun being, you know, almost 50 and having, you know, somebody suckling baby. on your boob. Yeah. Have fun yeah, with right. that. And, you know, having the vagina the size of a stud <laughs> missile. Oh, well, no, she has cesareans, remember? Because Oh, can't. that's right. So she's still like a little, you know, she's still got a tiny little almond for a she's got a vagina. straw down there. Yes. God, exactly. That must be nice. Well, I mean, yeah, I know. Well, Although, I mean, the, having your gut sliced open five times can't be, you That can't know. be healthy. Yeah. God, that, that would be horrible. I wouldn't look forward to that at all. I know when, when our sister our sister had a cesarean, I was terrified for her. It was horrifying. Well, I mean, can you imagine having it done four more times? No. And I, you know what? For women who have cesareans, they have their own breed of hell, man. You think it's hard delivering vaginally, and it is. But Jesus Christ, a surgery every time you have a child would be terrifying and painful. And that's your own badge, man. You're well, a hero. They've got to slice the muscles I and know. the uterus and everything open every single time. It is. I I have to tell you that I am very fortunate that I did not have to have a cesarean. Malia, I should have and I didn't. But for the women that do, damn brave i mean that's like getting that's like mutilation yeah that's it's frightening and i'm and i all children do you hear what your mothers go through to bring you into this world i hope you take note all of you anyway um okay so really quick 
I I want to know if you can shed some light on this. If you can't, we're moving on. Okay. Why was Corey Feldman on the Today Show again? Do you know why? I, I never saw it, but I kept hearing about some weird routine he did. Well, he's everyone weird. Everyone was talking about it. He's a weird person. And I guess his feelings were really hurt because everybody made fun of him the first time he did it. And so I'm thinking, yeah, so let's put him on again and have him do it again so that he can be made fun of again. But I'm not really sure what the point was. I read about it and going, somebody said, why are we watching Corey Feldman have his midlife crisis on the Today Show? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, he's you know, older. He, he's like almost 50. What's going on? Is he really? He's older God, than me. That's, that's I mean, creepy. my God. I'm like, what is he doing? Like, why is he? Do- why? When there's YouTube and other things, why are they? Pu- if you guys want him to have a comeback. Give him a movie. Just a give comeback him a movie. of what? I mean, if he needs money or if he needs, you know, if this is the year of the comeback kid and we want all the 80s people to come back and renovate their 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 careers, just give him a movie. Give him something. Rent a ballroom at a hotel and have an alumni party. Have an 80s party with him and others, other 80s fringe Do what 80s the rest stars. of the high schools do. Right? Jeez. Oh, Call God. it John Hughes High School. And then, like, just send everybody there. Have, you know what? Honestly, if they had a John Hughes reunion and they had all those stars there, I would totally go. I would go. Everybody would want to. But I'm just I saying, would. you know, if they want to relive the glory days, then do something like that. But don't make a spectacle of yourself. I mean, if you're going to be, like, if you're going to have, you know, if you're going to do, if you have an unusual way of expressing yourself, <laughs> you know, if this is your art, you know, like there's always that person. So was like, it, this was is it my very <laughs> Michael Jackson-y, is that, I'm guessing? Um, you know, there's always a little bit of that. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just saw him waving flags around. I went, okay, you know, and he's wearing... <laughs> He's wearing some kind of gold hood. And I'm like, all right, I I don't know what this is all about. This is some kind of expression of yourself. Awesome. That's what YouTube is for. This is social media fodder. Great. Why are we doing this on the Today Show? Are you really? What what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? So is he going to have like a concert or like some sort of show at like Las Vegas? I, or what is this? Paula, I saw, I am not kidding you. I saw a YouTube video. He asked to perform for sick children at a hospital in LA. He what? <laughs> I'm trying to say it without laughing because I want to tell you how serious this is. Okay, wait. I'm listening. <laughs> okay, this was a while ago. <laughs> he he volunteered his talent to perform for <laughs> sick and dying children at a hospital in the waiting room. What? Perform what? His music. <laughs> he sings? Yes. Yes. God. Yes. So he performed with his angels in a in a in a uh, waiting room in a hospital for sick and dying children. Those poor kids and their parents. God. They wheeled these poor children in. I would have wheeled like if it had been Ryan and Olivia. I would have like. You would have heard their like little wheelchair tires <laughs> screeching down the hallway. <laughs> yes. And he's like, come on, are you feeling good? And I'm like, really? Really, Corey? They're dying! No, they don't feel good, you fucking moron! This is is like a Bad Family Guy episode. What is going on? These scantily clad girls playing a guitar. They were scantily clad? Oh my god. They're called angels! They were like, who let him in here? He volunteered. 
God. I don't know. What I'm saying is like one time he performed at a baseball stadium. He didn't even get to perform on the field. He was out by the concessions. He was so bad there. They asked him to leave. And I'm like, what, what are we doing? Why are we giving this person this kind of look? I can sing. But do you see me volunteering my talent to people? No, because I am real. I am under. I understand that some of us yeah. just aren't I know able. my limits. <laughs> I, everyone should understand that we have limits. Corey Feldman does not seem to understand. I don't even feel sorry for him anymore because it's like he's being enabled. People are in people in the industry are enabling this craziness and allowing him to behave weird and be the weird person. I don't understand it. It's not art, okay? Just come to peace with it. He must have a really good agent. I don't. <laughs> you know saying. what? You're right. It's him and Amber Rose. Jesus. Hers is ridiculously good. Whoever that whoever that agent is, he should be making millions upon millions for what he's done for that baby mama. It's crazy. The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free. So we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on uglytruth.com. Here's Jamie with her Amazon pick of the week. Hey hugs. As we say goodbye to summer. Amazon is the easiest way for you to say hello fall with everything from pumpkin spiced pretty much anything to boots to scarves and a lot of Halloween candy. It will be delivered directly to your door and if you're a Prime member, free shipping. So check out the Ugly Mall, click through to support the Uggs and prepare for the cool, lovely weather of fall. You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting UglyTruth.com slash shop. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show. Anyway, all right. Well, let's go to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Okay, so I don't even know how we got on the subject the other night. Uh, All of us were sitting around in the living room and well, no, me, Victor and Ryan, we were sitting around in the living room and I don't even know how we got on the subject. But Victor was saying that um, he was watching a show and he was telling Ryan, yeah, the guy handed the other guy five doll hairs. And he's like, why would he hand him five doll hairs? And he says, oh, because he said he owed him five dollars. And he said, oh, here's five doll hairs. We used to do that to each other when we were little. We'd be like, oh, if you do this for me, I'll give you five dollars. And then we would end up give like plucking five doll hairs right. out of our dolls and we'd hand it to our sisters and be like, oh, that's cheating. You right. said you're going to be five dollars. Right. Or we would do something like, you know, oh, I'll give you five bucks. And uh-huh. then when it came time, we'd buck them. And like, then we'd go like this. So I put my hands on the couch <laughs> and you bucked and I started bucking my feet <laughs> in the air. God. Oh, my God. Paula. And so when are I was you, done, are you physically able to do that? <laughs> And when I looked at Victor, he kind of pointed and I turned around and my stepdaughter was right behind me. Did you kick her? (laughs) She was staring at me like, what are you doing? (laughs) 
Because she came to walk into the living room and I was bucking my feet in the air. Like a horse. That is too funny. And so she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I was doing five bucks. Oh, my God, Paula. (laughs) That's funny. So I had to explain to her what five bucks was. And then then by then it's not funny anymore. It was just ridiculous. But I'm just like, why? And so I'm like, what are the odds that you would be walking in here as I was doing five bucks, you know, as I was explaining to them what five bucks was that we used to do when we were little about five bucks. Very odd. That's But you remember like putting your hands on chairs and doing five bucks. Absolutely. Absolutely. God, Stephanie was the queen of that stuff she but, always yeah, did crap we, like that yes we did I do doll remember. hairs we did bucks and i that's the only thing i can remember i don't remember specifically what but i know somehow someone was always getting slapped for payment <laughs> i don't know what verbiage was used but someone was always getting slapped in the back for something i don't remember Ow. but it happened regularly there was always hitting going on in our house we were constantly we, hitting we were each other. always hitting each other so i did have some awkward moments this week but i can't remember any of them strangely but there was one last week daryl and i went to the movies this was an ugly moment i have no tolerance for people as you know i get angry at people who drive slow or, you know, I mean, I didn't I didn't get angry at the lady with the bum cart at the grocery store because, you know, we've all been there. But I don't like people who aren't good at living life in general, and especially if they're not being inhibited by disabilities or anything, just in general dummies or people who don't have any idea how annoying they are in public when there are others trying to use services. So we're at the theater and I don't drink soda anymore, but Daryl does. And he wanted a soda to drink at the movies. Daryl is a nice person. So this lady, oh God, this woman in denim shorts that went to her knees and a tucked in t-shirt with a very short haircut. Uh, She wasn't, I'm not saying she was a lesbian. (laughs) Well, it just sounds like it. I know, but she's not. And it had nothing to do with that anyway. But she was just... I don't know. I'm just trying to give you a visual is my point. Well, I have a visual, but now I'm picturing like, you know, a lesbian. She was not a lesbian. She had she had a husband and children. She had one of her children who was being difficult because he couldn't decide what soda he wanted. So instead of just being a mom and going just I'm then I'm going to pick one for you. For the love of Christ, there's only like four options. For God's sake, it's the freaking movies. It doesn't matter. Daryl's standing there with his cup of ice and he's waiting for the, you know, like a gentleman, he's waiting for this woman to pick her soda. And um, the son is like, well, what does that one taste like? Well, what does that one taste like? And so what is this bitch doing? She's pouring samples into her cup and allowing her son to taste them. Her son is 12. He is not special or any, he's a normal kid. And maybe he's not that old, a little bit younger. And she is literally holding up the line. There's like 10 people waiting to get a soda. And I'm standing there just eating my butterfree popcorn, watching this go down. And I turned to Daryl, I go, what's the deal? He goes, oh, well, she's, you know, taking her time. I said, what did you want? He goes, I was just going to get a Coke. So I went over there and I grabbed the drink and I literally, not physically, but with my space, pushed her out of the way so that I could take care of business. And I practically got applause from the people behind me seriously sometimes you just have to do that and then of course the woman goes oh i guess we're waiting and i'm like i looked at her and i said we're all waiting (laughs) 
I grabbed the soda and we walked out and we got it and we left. Why am I the one? Why do I have to be the one to be the ugly American to come in and settle this because you can't be a parent in front of others? Because people are just so inconsiderate and rude. This is not Prince Fauntleroy, okay? This is some grubby little kid who probably never gets to drink soda and now wants to know what Coke tastes oh, like? please. What, you think he's never had those drinks before? Well, based on what his mother looked like, I'm assuming she drinks lots of them. And he doesn't drink any. I'm just like, any. be honest. I, I would have told my kids, I'd be like, you know what they taste like. Pick one or you're not getting anything. Oh, see, now you are doing more than I would do. Because I'd be like, you don't get a choice. If you can't pick it right this second, I'm picking it for you and we're done with it. And we're moving. I would have thrown the cup away. Yeah, that's true. I probably would have done that. But I wouldn't have a kid who'd be like... What does root beer taste like? I'd be like, we're not doing your game today. You want to be picky when we're at 7-Eleven and I'm giving you a treat and you want to go, what does a Snickers bar taste like? You do all that when you're not inconveniencing others, but you're not doing it now. So let's move on with our lives. When we go to the movies, we all share a drink. That's what we do. Well, Everybody I mean, gets, we get two and right. we'll usually get like a 7-Up and a Coke. Yeah, two options. That's what can, you know, everyone can agree on. Right. And, right. you know, Victor will go get the drinks. The rest of us just stand on the sidelines. Oh, well, actually, that's I mean, how it works. Honestly, the way we used to do it is that we would all get our seats and Daryl would take one lucky choice to go down with him to get the supplies. And <laughs> that, then, yeah, that and works then that too. and that's it, because and yes, we always shared sodas. The kids always did. But but I'm not. You know, we're adults and Daryl wanted a Coke like a man. Oh, what a shock. But we had to wait for this spectacle, uh, you know, this apparently this special golden child to decide which tablespoon of soda that tasted most appropriate for this, for this film that he was going to be viewing. Sometimes I wonder, I'm like, are we the only efficient, you know, <laughs> considerate Americans in this world? I don't like, know. It, it really feels that way. Well, you know what it is, is that people are so afraid to do anything anymore. And I'm not. I'm not afraid. I'm like, what? what is this bitch going to do, really? What are you going to do? And that's what I always ask myself. I'm like, what are they going to do? Are, what, are they going to say something to me? Trust me, there is nothing that they can say to me <laughs> there, that I can't follow up about a thousandfold. There is not a cell in my body that gave her any indication that I was at all approachable or at all in a mood for negotiating her bad behavior. And if she was like, well... I've never, which she was. I'm like, well, you know what? Welcome to the real world, honey. You know, your kid isn't the most important person in the room. What a shock. What a shock. He's the most important person to you in your house. That's the way it should be. But when we're out milling about with society, you know, with the rest of the world, move your fat ass. We are all the same. No one is more important than the other at the theater, except for the dude that's going to turn on the digital picture so that i can sit and for two hours pretend you don't exist i know so you know it just it makes me sad that it's considered ugly behavior now u-g-l-e-e taking charge of a situation i know it's so ridiculous i'll tell you why because if daryl had done that there would have been outrage because he's a man but i can do it exactly but i can do it and and daryl's daryl is still it's funny to me how he's still so surprised when I do stuff. He just stands there with his little eyes wide, like, what's going to happen now? It's like in my own action adventure. Nothing's going to happen because this woman doesn't have the balls to discuss it with me. 
she's just going to stand back and let me do my thing because I am an alpha and she is not. Actually, Victor doesn't get surprised anymore. He mostly gets nervous because he's <laughs> afraid of what I'm going to do. I'm not a violent person, but I'm absolutely not going to stand there and be the it's victim's not the right word, but I'm not going to stand there and wait around for someone else to be indecisive. Right. I'm just it's just that's how people die. OK, I'm not waiting for you. So it anyway, true. He know, and he knows that because I'm basically like mostly dead inside. <laughs> I have no fear. So right. Look, I've lived a million lives. What do I have to lose at this point? <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm pretty much dead. I, I, I don't fear death. So so what else is I, there? <laughs> there's there's nothing that's that I know. It's no true. outcome will be bad for me. It's true. So true. Anyway, so that was mine. Well, I'm going to say I win with my five bucks. You don't. No, you don't win. No, I included others in mine. So I win. Agree to disagree. Paulette, you have won for two weeks in a row and I threw you a bone last week. Come on. Give this to me. It was in a it was in a public place and it involved others. That's the rule. Fine. Give me a low amount. Give me low points and we'll call it a day. (laughs) Right. Three points. Oh, you're a bitch. You always win, I like do. all the time. Paula, you have won two weeks in a row. I'm oh, big whoop. Two weeks out of like 100 weeks. No. Hey, I have an idea. Go out and live some life. Have some awkward moments for the love of God. I live life. I just <laughs> Nothing happens to me. I guess I'm just not as awkward as you. I am awkward. Are you kidding? I, Jesus. I can't keep my mouth shut. That's my problem. Sorry. Right? I'll go bully some lady at a soda <laughs> fountain machine. You would have done it too, except you would have said something instead of just actions. You would have said words. Probably. And then you would have won. criticized her denim shorts. <laughs> I told Daryl, I said, you know, God, there's not too many women who can pull off a denim short. I'd be like, listen, you closet homo, get out of my way. (laughs) She wasn't, though. It was just, it was just a, they look like the typical family that goes to Disneyland, if that makes any sense. The tall, awkward (laughs) husband. You know what I'm saying? Was she wearing like a Disneyland shirt? She had a fanny pack on and, you know. Ew, gross. It's the typical American family. Chapstick? I don't know. I don't know. It was just, I was just trying to give you a visual of who, who I was dealing with. It wasn't some tall Beverly Hills housewife. But it wasn't until you realized halfway through your description. It sounded like, like I was well, descripting. She sounds like a lesbian. No, and you know what? And that's not fair to say either because not they don't look like, there's no, oh God, I'm just getting myself in trouble. But it's you know what I'm saying. Great. We'll just stop there. Please, please stop me from talking. What do you mean they? Who's they? Oh God. So true. I can't say a word. That is so funny. (laughs) All right, friends. Well, thanks for joining us. Be sure to check us out, um, like Jamie said, on all of our various platforms, uh, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter. And uh, I think that about. Oh, and check out our website, UglyTruth.com. Yeah. You can also order some Avon products or order through our Amazon link. Um, Both of those links helps... uh, Cover some costs uh, for the show, so please uh, be sure to uh, order some products. We would appreciate actually, it. Actually, thinking of Avon, I actually was going to go on our Avon site because Mackenzie in and Malia are really into palettes right now. 
Mm. And I th- I think they're kind of the thing because, you know, Christmas is already coming, everyone. And apparently palettes are like the new big thing for makeup. And so I was going to look and see if they had any cool palettes for um, like the eye- like eyeshadow. All kinds. They have contour. They have blush. They have eyeshadow. There's ones that actually include like lipstick, mascara and everything like they have the whole thing. There's some really cool ones out there, and I'm just curious if Avon's going to, I assume they're going to do that as well, because it's the trend. I know Mark Makeup probably has some pretty good palettes. Mark Avon Makeup has, is my favorite. Avon has good, um, like, eyeshadow quads, which mm-hmm. would be good for, like, brow, eyelid, and then, um, like, the crease. And yes. they are numbered, so that way you know which where everything goes. Right. So, But with all the YouTube, there's, like... I don't know if you've ever done this, but, you know, YouTube has some incredibly famous makeup uh, girls mm-hmm. and yeah. and they use palettes. And so I think and of course, all the brushes and everything that comes with it. And so I need to go on Avon and see if, what they've got going on for the holiday season, because I want to get them some palettes for their supplies. I have to see if they've come out with anything new. But yeah, uh, again, thanks for joining us, friends. We'll be back next week talking about anal sex. Woo-hoo! So. Can't wait for that, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap, but make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts, and then we'll have a brand-new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.